Hello everyone, it's me, Jen. Welcome back to another episode of The Way, The Truth, and The Life, or um, welcome if you've never been here before. Um, It's been a while. It's been definitely a while. It's been over six months for sure. And I can't really explain my absence other than the fact that, to be really honest with you and really frank, I lost my focus. And we'll talk about that and dissect that in another episode. But today I really felt um, God and the Holy Spirit just really putting this on my heart to tell you guys because this is something that I personally have been struggling with, have struggled with in the past. And like, I'm a human, so I'm pretty sure this might happen again. I hope not. Obviously, the goal is to not fall back into the same temptations or the same sin or you know but I also want to give myself just a little bit of grace um, because we're not all perfect so I don't want you guys coming on here thinking oh she has her life all together she's a perfect Christian or or you see other Christians whether at church or at your school or wherever and you think oh look at them like they have Jesus like their life is perfect they have it all together um, because it's not true that's definitely not the case And I also want you to give yourself some grace as well, because this walk with God, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. You have to keep continually fighting. You have to keep continually running. You have to keep walking in faith. And it's hard. It really is. But man, it's so worth it. And I wouldn't change a single thing about my walk with Christ. So anyway, after that little spiel, um today's uh, topic or I guess what I really want to call this episode is are you hot or cold now I know what many of you thinking you're probably thinking like what does she mean by hot or cold like I'm not a Starbucks coffee like you know Um, but when I say that I mean are you what I actually want to say is are you a lukewarm Christian and Some of you may have already heard this term before and are probably thinking, "Mm, nope, not me. Like, I'm about to click off this episode. Stay, because you may not realize that you are. And I say this because at some point, I didn't even realize that I was a lukewarm Christian until I started really reading my word, or not my word, sorry, reading God's word and, like, looking at my life and seeing what I was doing that wasn't in accordance to God's word. So, being a lukewarm Christian, what is a lukewarm Christian? A lukewarm Christian is somebody who claims to be one thing and then another. Well, that's lukewarm person in general, but when referring to Christian, like being a Christian, when you're a lukewarm Christian, that's like somebody who says, oh, well, I mean, I'm a Christian because my parents believe in God, or I'm a Christian because I go to church every Sunday, Or, well, I mean, I do serve on Sundays with the kids, but then what are they doing Monday through Thursday? I mean, I'm sorry, Monday through Saturday. They're out living the lifestyle that they want. Like, it's people who go on Saturday nights to the club and, you know, do lots of unholy things. And then Sunday morning, they pop up in their best suit and start judging the person next to them because the person next to them is wearing jeans. 
that's an example of what a lukewarm Christian is. Now, I'm not saying this to judge anybody, but I feel like this is something that needs to be addressed, and I'm so tired of churches or pastors sugarcoating this, and they like to abuse it, or they like to cover it up with, oh, no, 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 you're not a lukewarm Christian, you're just not walking um, religiously, or oh, no, like, don't worry about it, you're just being, um, you're focusing more on your relationship with God rather than religion. Now, those are two separate things, religion and relationship. However, it's important that just because you have a relationship with God, it doesn't mean you can say, oh, well, it's okay, we have a relationship, I can just ignore everything else in the Bible, like to not commit adultery or to not have premarital sex or to not, um, or I'm sorry, to get drunk, blah, blah, blah. And like, those are just excuses that some people use. But I also, it's just like a hard way to kind of explain it because I know a lot of things, it's like a very tight line. So I'm not going to get into too many details. Right now we're focusing on just the lukewarm Christian. It's like, we'll talk about the other topics in other episodes, but this was just something that I really, well, the Lord really needs to address. So with that being said, I was a lukewarm Christian. Back when I was a kid, my parents, um, before they got a divorce, they were all up in church. Um, my dad would serve in the church. My mom, she was, um, you know, she would go to church with my dad. Or, I mean, they both went to church. And they would take me along. And I was still a baby, so, like, I didn't really understand anything yet, obviously. But it was pretty clear that, hey, my parents believed in God, so I guess I'll believe in God, too. And when I was a kid, when my parents stopped going to church, my grandma would take me. And I, I'm going to be honest, I really, really disliked going to church. Like, every single Sunday, I was like, oh, man, I have to go to church. I don't want to go to church. But I was still very much in fear of God because I knew who God was in the sense of he created everything and he's, you know, somebody that you should be, well, technically it's not somebody you should be afraid of like like the bully at school type of scenario but when people say have fear of god it means to have respect it's like when you fear your parents it's not like oh my gosh i'm scared of mom and dad it's more like oh man like i don't want to do anything to disappoint them or i don't want to do anything to um anger them because you know that's just not something you want to do because you know their their reaction or you know xyz reason And for me, I was like, that was me with God because except when I was a kid, I saw God as the bully at school. Like I didn't see him as a loving, kind father, even though the songs would say, oh, you know, he's a good father, you know, all this and that. But I just didn't see him that way because I wasn't taught to look at him that way. I was taught to look at him like, hey, if you sin, um, you're going to go to hell. So I never learned at that young age to have a healthy relationship with God. So, and I don't know, maybe you're in that boat right now too. But for me, that was just something that I struggled with. But as a kid, I never really looked up at it. Then when I reached middle school, I, you know, I would barely go to church. I would go maybe once in a blue moon, once every six months. I don't know. So it wasn't really... um, 
a constant thing and I didn't have like godly influences uh directing me because I didn't have that church community my parents didn't have that church community um they were already divorced as well so they each had they were each living their different lives and um I would hear sometimes like either my dad would just play like worship music or you know my mom would just say something like oh god bless you but like that was it and there wasn't there wasn't that relationship I didn't see them you know, walking in relationship with God either. And I'm not saying this to judge my parents or anything like that. Like, I love my parents and they're in their own walk with God um, at separate times, at separate seasons. But this is strictly, like, me speaking from my personal experience. So during that time, you know, people would ask, like, oh, what religion do you practice? Or like, oh, do you believe in God? And I was like, yeah, I believe in God. I'm a Christian, blah, blah, blah. But I would just say those things and not really know what it meant. Like, I thought that, oh, a Christian is just somebody who, you know, believes in God and believes in what they did. And, like, I've always believed, like, yeah, Jesus died on the cross for my sins, blah, blah, blah. But I never took into account what it actually meant. Like, what that sacrifice meant. And so I just didn't look at it like that. I just thought of it like, okay, well, this guy died just so I won't go to hell. And even then, I thought to myself, like, man, but I'm not walking with God. Like, if I die right now, I'm probably going to go to hell because of what my grandma said or because, you know, I read all these, you know, things or saw these YouTube videos with, like, some crazy guy is yelling about uh, the rapture and how Jesus is going to take us up and I'm going to stay here because I haven't been good because I've been cussing and I've been doing this and that. And, and, and I'm sure that you guys feel the same way or at some point have felt the same way. So, yeah, that's me. I was a lukewarm Christian and it wasn't until... I turned uh, 15 years old that I decided to give my life to the Lord and actually really discover who is Jesus, who is this Jesus guy that everybody talks about, like what does it mean that he actually did, and it's like just learning what it meant to actually walk with God, to be in relationship with God, it took a long time, and so those first few months of walking with God I actually, that's when I started reading my Bible. That's when I started to pray and stuff and and listen to the worship songs. And it's so hilarious to think about, like, once I I walked into that new relationship, when I walked into, you know, being a new creation after I got baptized, it was just so weird thinking, like, man, like, I would do all these things. I would proclaim myself as a Christian, but I would cuss people out. I I would proclaim myself... A Christian and act in hate and be in jealousy and um, just all these awful, horrible things that, you know, in today's world, people don't really think about as like sins. Like, you know, you say sin and they think of something horrible like murder or adultery or, you know, just a bunch of other things that nowadays it's like, man, like that really was a sin. But it's like the little things like gossiping like lying that people don't really think of like oh wow like that is a sin like they may know it's a sin but they don't really acknowledge it as like one of the big sins because they say oh well I mean I just told a white lie like that guy murdered somebody like that's way worse and no it's it's the same thing to God in the eyes of God sin is sin there's no gray area so yeah so I was a very very lukewarm Christian And as I started going with God, you know, at the beginning, everything is all like, wow, it's new, it's exciting. And you're like, yeah, I'm so on fire for God. I'm going to be so committed and and I'm going to 
pray every single day at 5 30 in the morning and and i'm gonna fast um two weeks uh a month and i'm gonna you know and you, and you put all these things on yourself of what you're gonna do and then life happens you know like something bad happens to you or somebody you love or you get distracted you get busy you know there's like all these things thrown at you that you you know you lose the focus you lose consistency and that's something that a lot of people don't really address either in in this walk it's always oh well you know you lost your way because you sinned and it's not always because you sin because if the devil can't make you bad he's gonna make you busy and it's just something that you really have to think about like if he's not gonna get you to sin he's gonna get you distracted so it's something that you really 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 have to be careful about and a lot of people also say things like okay well yeah i mean i'm a christian or they may be in denial like no i'm not a lukewarm christian like i go to church i serve and it's like yeah you may do all these great acts of service but where is your heart are you just praying are you just going through the motions or are you actively seeking god are you telling god god search me search my heart Help me to become more pleasing to you. Help me to honor you. Help me to do things that glorify you. Help me to show your love in ways that that really show who you are, that shows your character, that other people can see you in me. And that's something that a lot of us sometimes don't even really realize. Like we just go through the motions. We're like, yeah, I'm going to have my personal relationship with God. I'm going to love God. But we fail to love people. We fail to to go up to somebody and say, hey, how are you doing? We fail to to tip servers. We fail to we fail to tithe. We fail to love on somebody. We fail to give people hugs, to wash dishes at somebody's house. We fail to do so many of those little things that Jesus says are acts of love. And that's, you know, and a lot of people may say, oh, I'm not a lukewarm Christian because I, you know, I believe in God. I already confessed him as Lord and Savior over my life. And it's like, um, babe, even demons believe in Jesus. And believing does not mean salvation because those demons believe in Jesus. They're not going to be in heaven with us. They're not going to be like, they're not going to be with us when we're with the Father having the big feast and worshiping jesus for the rest of eternity the devil is certainly not going to be there um hello so it's like why should we think that just believing in jesus is enough the bible says it very clearly in romans 12 i'm sorry rome i mean not romans i'm sorry revelations 3 15 verses 15 through 16 it says i know all the things you do that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Like, just take a moment to say that. For God, our Father that loves us to say he will spit us out of his mouth if we are not one or the other is very hurtful because we think, oh, okay, well... I mean, we already said the salvation prayer and it's like, yeah, I mean, you think that just that is going to save you from spending an eternity of separation from your creator, but that's not it. 
some people say, oh, why confess Jesus as Lord and Savior? And it's like, yeah, you confessed him as your Savior, but not as your Lord, because you're not walking in relationship with him. You're not making him Lord over your life. You're not making him Lord over your health, over your finances, over your relationships. And that's something that we really, really have to keep in mind, because another verse, it says Ecclesiastes uh, 12 verses 13 through 14 says, fear God and obey his commands for this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. Now, I don't say that verse to scare you. It's not like fear God, like he's going to beat you up. Like, no, I'm saying it as fear God in the sense of we need to respect him. We need to love him. If we really love him, we're going to obey his commands. We're going to obey his word. And yes, he is going to judge us for everything we do. Whether you like it or not, whether you think it's acceptable or not. And look, I really don't care what your opinion is on the Bible. If it's like, oh, well, I know the Bible says this, but I just don't agree with it. Um, Too bad, babe. Like, it's not your word, it's God's. And he's the one that you need to obey and respect. Like, he is created over every single thing. And I promise you, like, he does not care whether you think it's, you know, acceptable or not, or whether you like it or not. Like, it's his word, and it goes. And if you really love him, like you say you do, then you're going to take that word to heart, and you're going to do everything in your power to be able to obey him and to be able to love him and to please him, because that is the goal, to spend an eternity with the one you love, not just, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm just, just so I don't, don't go to hell. And it's like, no, like, a lot of people... They choose heaven over hell, but nobody chooses heaven over earth. Everybody's so focused on the earthly things, the material things, the, oh man, am I going to have that brand new Mercedes Benz? Am I going to have a million dollars in the bank? Am I going to, am I going to provide for my generations? Which it is important. I'm not saying it's not, but they say it in a way of like this, this pride, this, oh, well, my family didn't do it, so I'm going to do it. And it's like, no, man, you're focusing on, like, the wrong thing. Like, you have to put God first, and everything else will be given to you. Now, I'm not saying it's, like, everything else will be given to you. Like, hey, Jesus, can I have a million dollars? Like, no, I don't mean it like that. But he's going to take care of you if you take care of, like, your relationship with him first. So, with that being said, this is how to not be a lukewarm Christian. So this is something that it took me a long time to learn. It took me a long time to really process and digest. And if I'm being honest with you, there are times when I still kind of struggle with this where it's like, wait, am I putting God first or am I putting my flesh first? But Romans 12 2 says, do not be conformed to this present world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may test and approve what is the will of God, what is good and well-pleasing and perfect. I'm going to say it again. Do not be conformed to this present world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Like right there, it says it. Like don't go based off of your feelings, your emotions, what you see. Walk by faith. Walk with this intention of, Is this pleasing to God? Is this honoring him? 
is this going to make me feel better in the sense of like instead of sinning and feeling guilty afterward you just avoid the whole thing completely and you're more at peace and you're not having to you know like getting you're not having to seek deliverance for a door that you opened or you know whatever things like that um another way that helps me to not be lukewarm is to be in the word and like i know you hear this a lot and everybody's like yeah read your bible but it's true because like when jesus was tempted satan used the word against him so it's like if he used the word against jesus christ the perfect and only son of god um, how are you going to think that he's not going to do that to you too? So we have to be alert. We have to be prepared. You know, when the enemy says, oh, well, you're worthless. You have to say, uh-uh, I'm worth it all. Um, hello, Jesus paid the most biggest price, which is he died for me on the cross. Or when he says things like, oh, you're not going to make it. Or, oh, like you deserve to have like a horrible death or whatever. And you can say, uh-uh, Jesus gave me life and gave me life in abundance. Like, you know, you have to learn how to tackle and combat these things, combat these thoughts. And you have to realize, like, hey, if you're really in it for God because you love him, you can't be stuck doing these little lukewarm things like, you know, twerking Saturday night and showing up on the worship team Sunday morning. Like, hello, wake up. What are your actions doing your actions speak louder than words and god doesn't just want you to sing oh i'm like you're a good good father or amazing grace or reckless love like he wants you to act in it and our job our duty as you know children of god is to enjoy him is to worship him is to do what is pleasing and honoring to him to give testimony to bring souls because hello we're running out of time um it's important like all this stuff is really really important and I mean, I I mean, it probably sounds like I'm yelling at you guys and I don't mean to yell at you guys, but this is just something that needs to be said and I'm tired of everybody sugarcoating it or pretending like it's not an issue when really it is. Like, how are you going to, you know, how are you going to watch porn Friday nights and then whenever your friend tells you that they had premarital sex, like, how are you going to judge them? Like, oh, but I'm pure, like, I actually didn't go through with it. Like, no, 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 babe, like, you still need to work on your mental purity. Like, purity is not just, oh, well, I'm not having sex. Like, no, it's mind, body, soul, like, it's all these things that come into it. And again, sorry, that's going to be another episode. We'll talk about that another day. So, yeah, that's basically the message that I wanted to give to you guys. And I just want to remind you that you guys are so, so loved you're so loved and God can redeem you and God is forgiving. He is gracious and he is merciful. So if this has been you, like, don't feel ashamed. I mean, feel like obviously you need to feel that, hey, I need to wake up. I need to change this. But don't feel ashamed like God's never going to forgive me or I'm unredeemable because no, this is what Jesus Christ died on the cross for. Know that he can forgive you and he will forgive you if you truly repent and you come towards him. That's all he wants. He just wants you to come to him and tell him that you want to build this relationship with him, that you want to be with him and you desire for him to be Lord and Savior over your life and to really walk in purpose. 
So with that being said, I just want to pray for you guys before I close out. Um, if there is anything that you guys want me to talk about or if there are any questions you have that you're maybe too shy or maybe too embarrassed to talk to a pastor about or your parents about or whatever, um, I'm open. My DMs are open. And oh, yeah, sorry. My DMs on Instagram, it's going to be at T-W-T-T-A-N-D-T-L, the way, the truth, and the life. Um, so yeah, that's all I just wanted to say to you guys. And let's pray to close this out. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for another day. We thank you that you have allowed for this opportunity to be able to reunite in um, in this podcast I thank every single one of the people. I thank you for every single one of these people listening right now. I thank you for their lives, God. I bless them. I pray, Lord, that you lead and guide them which with every single step that they take, God, that they may do what is pleasing and honoring to you. God, if they have been struggling with lukewarmness, I pray that you lead them to being hot and on fire for you, Lord that they may want to do what is pleasing and honoring to you, Lord, in whatever area that they are struggling in right now that is holding them back from being on fire for you. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you seek out ways in which they can escape from temptations, that they can escape from sin, and that they can do what is honoring to you, Lord. I pray that whatever stronghold, whatever bond is broken in the name of Jesus, that anything that is tormenting them is gone in the name of Jesus, and that you just wrap them up in your love, in your comfort, in your forgiveness, in your mercy, and you show them who you are, that you are their loving, compassionate father, that you are not the bully in school trying to beat them up, God, that when we say fear, it is not out of like the scared fear, Lord, but it's the fear of respect, that we want to respect you, God. So let them help them to change that mindset, Lord. Show them how what it is to have a healthy relationship with you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, and under the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit, amen. So that will be all. I hope you guys liked this episode. Um, yes, it was a very strong topic, um, but, you know, Holy Spirit said that I had to say this, so I'm just obeying. Anyways, I love each and every single one of you. I bless you guys, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye!